Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous Me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to my show, subscribe. If you could write a review, write a review. If you want to be on the show, it's a call and advice show where I really like to give uh, people advice, but most people just call in to talk about their naughty lives and their secret lives. But I also, like I said, like to give advice. So some people call in because... They have, they want advice about their naughty secret life. <laughs> so if you fall into any of those categories, you want to be on the show, send me an email. It's strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. If you want to talk to me and spill the beans on your secret life or naughty life or get some advice, uh, but you don't want me to ever air the episode, you just want to talk to me flat out, like really on the DL. Uh, I do that too now for people and I really enjoy it, uh, but there's a fee for that. So if you want to do that, you could also send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Today I have a guy named Kevin, okay? Kevin is very similar to another guy that I had on recently and I, I totally got them too confused because <laughs> there were similarities, but there's differences too. Uh, Kevin's married and the crazy thing about Kevin is and I'm sure you see it in like the title and the description he likes to cross dress right and he does this really on the DL behind his wife's back but it's not like he's married to like a very vanilla woman I mean you won't believe the stuff that him and his wife do I mean if he didn't even have the secret life cross dressing thing the story about him and his wife and what they do together uh, and uh, sort of out there on the web would be interesting enough. And so it's like kind of weird because you're like, why does he have a secret life from this woman who is so open and down for so many other things? Some of the things she's down with is she like has been gangbanged at theaters, you know, those adult theaters. <laughs> she, uh, him and they both do a Twitter feed where, that where they really put themselves like in sexual positions and videos like they have sex I mean I don't know why I'm not getting to the point <laughs> they like to have sex online on videos and they post them on Twitter with their face 
you won't even believe this story. Like that's all, like I said, if he didn't even if he didn't cross dress, you'd be like, all these other things that he talks about are interesting because the fact that they put their face in the Twitter is interesting. And I ask him about that, and his explanation about why they do is interesting because you really realize they come from a really open sort of situation between each other as well as an open situation all around them. So you're like, why the fuck is this guy keeping this? cross-dressing a secret but he explains why we talk about what he does I mean it's not like he's just cross-dressed behind her back he's hooked up with guys but he's not the type of guy that's like looking to hook up with guys as a guy he likes hooking up with guys as a girl I've heard that one before too so uh, he explains that so anyway I'm just gonna be back right right back on but he's wait but the last thing I'm gonna say is he is looking for advice because he does want to get to the point where he tells her. And since I taped this podcast, he has had some updates um, on what has gone on. So I'm sure I'll be talking to him again sometime soon and I'll give you the update. But for now, listen to his story. I'll be right back on with Kevin. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly? And be on the show. Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Kevin. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I am good. Good. Um... So you wrote in, you you know, I would have never guessed before I started doing my show that this was a very common thing, but I feel like one of the most common calls I get about guys is I'm married and I'm like secretly hook up with guys every now and then behind my wife's back. <laughs> and the other really common thing, and you said it in your email too, is like, I'm not attracted to guys at all. But you do have this thing that I have heard before. It's very specific and different. I had someone on recently who talked about this whole thing. Uh, I'm sure you heard that episode. Maybe that's how you found my podcast. I don't know. But it was like Probably. new to me. I have heard a few that, you know, with guys that are either cross-dressers or bi. Yeah, but they have that thing where it's like, it's not like you like to hook up with a guy as a guy. It's like you, the, the hooking up with the guy for you is is about you feeling like a woman and being like objectified as a woman, right? It's not it about really being with a guy as a guy. And I, I had that, uh, I had a guy on recently who really explained this whole concept in depth. And I got a lot of emails afterwards from guys saying, hey, I'm the same way, you know, and it was very new to me so and that's like your deal right you have a pretty open relationship with your wife right we'll get into that kind of that stuff <laughs> you do you guys do a lot of stuff together you've done some swinging right oh, uh, yeah. everything's really good on that front but you have this secret this whole thing that you do sometimes hook up with guys the whole cross-dressing thing it's it's a secret that you have in a secret life that you keep how long you've been married to your wife for um, we've been married about two years, but we've been together for seven years. For seven years. How old are you? Yeah. I am 44. You're 44? Yeah, she's 38. Okay, cool. And now when did you, I mean, so you've only been with your wife for seven years, right? So like when did the whole guy like or in cross-dressing thing start for you? How long? Was it way before your wife came in the picture? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh. 
I would say sometime in my adolescence, I would dip into my mom's panty drawer mm-hmm. and slowly, I don't even remember how, but I remember like, for, well, if you want to go even further back, I remember yeah. like at few years old looking at the Sears catalog, uh-huh. the section and like really enjoying it. But it, then, but it wasn't about seeing the tits. It was about seeing the bras and you'd like wanting yeah, to wear them yourself. Yeah, well, it was it was seeing the lacy undergarments, mm-hmm. and just how naughty it was. I think that may have been the first element of like, whoa. Right. So then maybe around, I don't even know, sometime very young, I would dip into my mom's panty drawer. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. As a mom <laughs> to a son. I feel so terrible. Sorry, mom. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> I remember, see, I have a very active imagination, mm-hmm. so I would never like you know, put on her panties and like, you know, when you're looking down, it, you know, especially at that age, it kind of could be a girl or a boy, you know what I'm saying? It's tough to. Right, to right, right. Through. So I think that's how I got into that as a thing. Very young. I remember at 13, after I had been able to um, masturbate. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I remember being home alone and I found she had like this uh, lingerie. And I put the whole fucking thing on. <laughs> oh my God. And I, I was so aroused. I remember I was in the kitchen and I like just like uh, I didn't drop to the ground, but like I laid down on the floor in the kitchen and like, you know, spread my legs kind of wide and like just rubbed one out. Mm-hmm. Feeling like a female. So, oh boy, um, I would say that was definitely the beginning of not an obsession, but a hobby. Right. I mean, it was, that's when you realized that you were totally into that and you were experimenting with that on your own from then on. Right. Oh yeah. Um, it came up later in life. It was always a constant every once in a while. I always had girlfriends. I never had a problem getting girls. Uh huh. Um, until about in my twenties when, uh, I kind of like got into drugs and yada, 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 kind of had found myself, you know, without my friends and without anyone. And I think I sought comfort in that. What, that, that's I, when you went back to it? You meaning you hadn't yeah, done it for I, a while? I took it to a new level. I started like, I was in my 20s. I started dressing in front of a mirror and masturbating. Uh, one time I actually uh, went out of the house, dressed up. Um, I totally regret this because I was very drunk and uh-huh. I was totally opposed to driving drunk. But um, I went to like a gas station. There was like an old guy there and I got out and like, um, I don't even remember what happened, but I could tell, like, I, I'm sure he knew I was not a girl. Yeah. But, uh, it just, it got me so turned on the idea of turning on this guy. Right. And it took me a while to figure out like what it all means. <laughs> Because, I mean, I can say to you at 44, I don't believe I'm gay or even bi. Right. Might be crazy, but because, I mean, I, I I have done things with guys. But, but you do them as a woman, right? And I totally yeah. understand this now after yeah. that call that I had with a guy. It was recently. It was like in the past couple months, right? And it was, I feel like, the first call I've had in the five years I've been doing my show where it was really we just spoke all about that you know 
And it was really eye-opening for me to really hear him explain it. So I understand where you're coming from more, a lot more now because of having, you know, listened to that. Talk to that guy. A lot of people don't understand. Yeah. Like, you know, what it's about. Because the look of it, the visual, you know, seeing a dude. You didn't even know what it was about. It it was hard for you to figure it out, right? And I'm, right? Oh, yeah. Because you must wonder, am I gay? Am I not? And I'm assuming that maybe being with a guy helps you sort of figure it out in a weird way, right? Because then you start to realize, okay, I like, I'm with this guy, but I need to be a woman, right? Like, have there ever been times where like you were with a guy and it was, maybe you weren't as a woman or something happened that made Um, you realize that you wouldn't like it as a man? Do you know what I'm saying? I uh... I used to go to like a like a nude beach. Uh-huh. That was kind of like a gay, you know, like predominantly gay area. Yeah, the one in New and, Jersey. I mean, oh, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, okay, well, I'll take that out. There is one in New Jersey. But there's also like a sort of a secret one, like way, way down South Jersey. Okay. Um, but I think that was where I really figured out what I like, and what I like is to, and you had a guy on that. He just likes to strip for older men. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was and a young I, guy. Yeah, he was a yep, younger guy like likes to strip for older men. The older men. the better. Yeah, I think that was the kind of nailed what I feel. Like, uh, I just love, I'm an exhibitionist, but I don't really see myself being that appealing to women. I'm not like the worst looking guy, but I mean, I got, you know, I'm like overweight. Um, I'm like a lot of older guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, and uh, my wife and I, we put like videos out like, on the internet and people love them. Like, we are, we're both big people and uh, people, you know, enjoy us. So I, I get my exhibitionist feel that way mm-hmm. these days, but I noticed that I was most definitely, an, the, you know, an exhibitionist. And that's like the essence of being an exhibitionist is doing this for someone that is looking at you like, yeah, like they just want to get their hands on you so bad. Right. And but let me ask you this. Do you like to get undressed as a woman for man, for men? Or do you even like to be like undressed as a man for a man? Okay. It's definitely um, as a woman, I would much, much prefer. Okay. To, you know, doll myself up like a girl, do a little striptease. Maybe he masturbates. Maybe I masturbate. That would be the ideal situation. Um, things in my life didn't quite go that way. I uh, I tried some gay stuff. Uh huh. I have. I can't lie. I mean, I have tried. Like I've I've sucked a dick. Right. Well, that's uh, what I mean. Like, is were, <laughs> did those experiences help you sort of realize, like, oh, that's not really my thing. I'm much more into it in this way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Because especially because. I don't know, like, if you ever had an experience where you do something with someone and then when you think about it, like, immediately after, like, you want to, like, puke. <laughs> Is that what happened to you when you had guy-on-guy yeah, action? <laughs> I don't know if girls, I guess maybe that's just the life of a girl, but I honestly can tell you afterwards, you know, it's one thing to do something and afterwards you feel guilty. Right. This was, like, I really wanted to throw up. And this is what one of your like gay experiences? Yeah, this is one of my gay encounters. I had a whole period in my 20s and even my 30s where I had uh, both a bad relationship 
and then just being single and, you know, like, um, just not really, uh, wasn't really able to hold down a job. I was kind of doing a lot of drugs. Right. You said you, the, you, you brought yeah. that up, right. You were going through a yeah, bad yeah, phase yeah. and this is when all this kind of stuff went down, right? Yes. And a really bad relationship with a woman, with a woman. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've never like dated a guy yeah. or it's all just been in the immediate, just want to get off. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, guys are pretty good for that. You can go to like a rest stop and, you know, stand at the urinal and wait. Some guy will come up next to you and start looking at your dick. Right. <laughs> it's that easy for a guy. Yeah, no, I know. The stuff that goes <laughs> on with like the guy on guy action, like if it happened between men and women, I always say it would be like, you know, a cop would be involved if that shit went down with a guy with a girl. You know what I mean? The stuff that goes oh, yeah. down with guys and guys you know like it's just a totally different scene and it's a lot easier that's why i always tell a lot of my straight friends who are so horny for chicks like you would be a lot happier if you were gay because you could just get down and do so much more with men you know for real and as soon as you bust that nut both parties turn and just walk away (laughs) (laughs) no one's wondering if there's gonna be a text (laughs) no one gives a shit right yeah a lot easier right for a guy it is a lot easier and you know i wish i was gay i wish i was the gayest gay guy <laughs> in all the land <laughs> but let but me ask you this thing. okay so so you're in your yeah. 20s now was it, no, uh, 44 oh, you no mean, no you're i'm talking yeah. like i'm still i'm sticking to the story so like yeah. you're in your 20s and you're going through like this sort of drug phase and you're you're acting out right and is this when you f- have your first experience with guys it was Mm-hmm. So you started to go out as a woman. You said that time, and you realized that you were attracted. What were your first experiences with a guy, and like, where did you find them? Was it like a Craigslist hookup, or was it at the um, nude yeah. beach? Yeah, this would have been uh, the nude beach. I kind of got into this weird little scene. Oh and, yeah, no, uh, I went to a nude beach with a boyfriend once. It was a whole nudie world. Yeah, right. It it yeah. really is. It's a different kind of vibe uh, when everyone's naked. Yeah, totally. And everyone's like, they have nudie vacations and nudie boat parties and nudie this. Like, it was like a whole world that you could just like get sucked into that's so, like, sort of not a part of the regular world, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. And I found much comfort in that, right? In fact, that summer, I got so tan. Um, I'm Italian. I got so tan. My brother, when he saw me, he was cracking up. He couldn't believe how tan I got. (laughs) <laughs> because you were like obsessed with going to the new yeah, beach. Yeah, I guess just going to that beach all the time. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I guess that would have been where that, you know, was cultivated. And then where it really came to a head, this really old guy, I would dress up for him. And he would come over and I would do a little strip tease. And he would then, you know, suck me, lick my ass. And then his thing was to come on my cock and then eat his own cum off of my cock. Yeah, you said that in your email. I'm like, you really yeah, was into that, a, right? It was like, wow. I mean, this was a very, this guy must have been 70. Yeah, there's nothing okay. dirtier than all that shit that you just said. There's probably so many guys like that they just got hard listening to that little story. I would imagine so. I would imagine so. And, you know, for me, at first it was a shocker and, you know, I always felt guilty afterwards, but. You know, I did call the guy up again and I maybe on five or six occasions, you know, I would do that. 
good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Why do you um, think the older, the better? Do you think that it makes you feel more like a woman, like in that just a suppose, like a position? Like, what is that about? Like, the- I, I think it does. I think it's the, the his wrinkly skin versus my relatively smooth skin. Right. You know? Then there's the factor of like these old guys are just super horny. They're a lot more, uh, you know, I remember one guy said, like, hard to do that because you feel like it's just you're hanging with one of your friends yeah whereas like an older guy especially when you know he's super turned on by your appearance and especially if he's turned on by my appearance in a dress yeah so i mean i would put on thongs and panties i had a collection i built up over the years of thongs and panties and this and that and uh it was just this thing that i would do you know and it was pretty much harmless um, until now I have, you know, my, I found the love of my life. Mm-hmm. We have an incredible relationship. Um, we've been through like a ton of stuff in the seven years we've been together. Um, and now, you know, I feel terrible saying that I've, you know, uh, and, and it's been, I, I've kept, I would say in the seven years, boy, I, maybe five times I've out yeah, well, I'm saying cheated because it involves me and another man, and there may have been touching. Right. So that's, yeah, that's cheating, obviously. Yeah, for sure. And not only that, <laughs> I mean, the whole fact that you have this whole secret life, because you do do camming and stuff like that, too, where I'm sure you're, the five times isn't including all that shit, right? Uh, no, it does not include any camming. Right. So you're also doing that and you're probably like maybe talking to some guy, you know, so there is a whole secret life that's sort of going on behind the love of your life. Yeah, I hate to say it. Now, I have told her that I like to uh, put on her panties sometimes. Okay, that's a start. That's good. Yeah, You know, ever since I emailed you, it's kind of got me thinking like, gee, maybe, you know, I should try to like at least. You know, because our whole thing with each other is that we're completely honest. Like the other thing, when we started swinging last year, you know, when you're when you swing, it's all about honesty and uh, being open with each other and trust you know, and trust. And and we're both the jealous type. Like we're not really hardcore swingers. Like we've done some things. Um, we've certainly earned the, the title of swingers. That's for sure. Yeah, you're also putting out videos of you guys online. I know you told you mentioned oh, yeah. that a little bit, but you didn't mention that in your yeah. email to me. I know you did a whole Twitter thing where you guys oh, yeah. would film yourself and put it out there, right, for people to see. 
Oh yeah, we do it almost on a daily basis. I would highly do it. We oh yeah, we are very active. We are very active. And I'm assuming you do that under like a a fake name. Do you yeah, want to give a shout out to your Twitter? I don't uh, know. Or no? Well, see then, because see, this is like doubly anonymous because. Oh, you can't. You I'm don't. there. I'm Daddy Dom. I'm the, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm a tattooed, you know, 44 year old badass motherfucker. Like I, I, I've got like tattoos. Like I tattoo myself and sometimes she'll be blowing me. And when there's like a clip of that on our thing, like, so it, it's a complete uh, you know, it doesn't fit in with the, uh, with what we do there. You know right, what I'm saying? I hear you. Right, right. No, yeah, like, so, so, but somebody that's to listening it. to this now that is interested in this, like the real <laughs> truth might go there and be like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Cause right. It doesn't fit with what I'm like, when I see that is, this is like a doubly secretive because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're anonymous on Twitter, but it's husband and wife sharing their sex life for the work. Right, but they don't realize that that guy that looks right. like a manly man's man also likes to dress up and has this whole other thing, right? So if somebody's listening to this, they might go there and be like, it doesn't really fit, right? Because exactly. you're now, really I, uh, revealing who you are now. No, and I, um, in my emails, I, I told you like the, the uh, name, so you're welcome to look us up. And no, I, I don't remember you telling me the name, and I never would. I refuse there's something no you have it's not about not knowing there's a there's been a couple times i would say i could count on my one hand how many times i've seen a picture of the person that i'm speaking to and it always happened by accident and like i'm talking five years 300 and something episodes and less than five times i've seen the person but there's something about not seeing somebody what they look like anything about them that helps me be very like as non-judgmental, unbiased, all those words you could use. You know what I mean? It really no, helps to, if you keep all that out of it, it's it's oh, yeah. just much better for yeah. me to do what I do. And so right, that's right. my rule across the board. I don't have any curiosity to see. My curiosity lies in all these questions I'm asking you about, everything that you do in your life. And seeing people takes away from that for me right so I never go looking I don't like to see uh one time recently and this is counting on that one hand one time recently I did go and look at the person because she put herself out there and I felt like she was full of shit for what she said on my podcast and I hated the fact that I got to see what she looked like because it sort of skewed the whole conversation. So I think it's better wow. to see the people. Yeah, no, I, I totally uh, understand. I mean, even I, like, I don't know, like after we talk, if you are curious. Uh, no, I, mean, I would never. No, I would never. But wait, let's get back to the story. I'll probably get a cut okay. all that out. Wait, so okay. you do this thing with your wife. Let me ask you this. When you were with that bad relationship in your 20s, right, were you cheating on her behind her back with guys too? I'm assuming maybe you were. Yeah, yeah I was actually. Okay. I was, yeah. Nobody, I was let me ask you this. Besides all the people listening now, right, does anybody besides you and all the people you hook up with on the down low, does anybody that you know know about this or is this a very secret life? No, nobody knows other than the people that I've hooked up with. So you've never gotten busted, even though you no, had the whole collection. That's why I'm trying to slowly 
tell my wife things, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to fully tell her everything. Maybe not every everything, but. Well, you'll never tell her. You should never tell her that you've hooked up with guys while you've been with her. You can tell her before her. For sure. Yeah, I, I don't even think I would tell her that I sucked a dick. I think I would only tell her that I enjoy cross-dressing. Right. She's the kind of girl that would be cool enough to be like, all right, well, but, you know, I, she likes men. The, that's it. She likes, you know what I'm saying? She, I know for a fact she is not bi or anything like that. She likes men and she likes manly men. So she wouldn't want to see me, you know, at anything but. You know, Daddy Dom. <laughs> yeah, but you did let her know about the panty I thing, did. and she I, was yeah, cool, right? You know, she actually was. I think she kind of can see it like, um, uh, like a Chippendale when they wear like the thongs. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, she did say like she wouldn't mind me like blowing a load like in her panties, and um, they're like they're black, you know, solid black thong panties. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so in I, your guys' I, relationship, you're always the Dom. Yeah. Oh my God. She is a total sub girl. Right. So. Yeah. I just had this conversation. I don't think I've aired it yet with somebody who, or maybe I did. I don't know. I have so many tapes, but like, and it was kind of the same thing where he was afraid to tell his wife because they have had this whole BDSM thing going on between them, but she's really into being the sub so he's like how could i let her know that i like to be the sub? you know what i mean like how does that there's no way she's going to be into it right right it's a tough thing because i know exactly how that guy feels or just because you know uh once you have a role in your relationship there's really no going back and not only that it's like if you know that's what you I mean, I think you fall into the roles because it's what you're really into, right? And it's not like you're taking it on for the other person, right? It really is oh like God, what yeah, each right. of you like. So it's very hard to switch. It's not like a, a preference, yeah, right? I mean, it's kind of like yeah, who you are. Well, I can say like I'm 90% dominant, 10% sub. Just like I'm 90% all men. And then I have like a 10% that's, you know, a little questionable. Right, but so how do you know that she doesn't have a 10% that would want to, like, peg you? Filter out. I've done a pretty good job feeling her out for any inkling of her being into, like, women or, you know, even wanting to be, like, a dominatrix. And she might, but I think she just truly enjoys being dominated. And I love dominating her. I spank her to the point of she would let me spank her until, like, it bruises Right. Mm-hmm. That kind of sub. She wants to be, you know, choked, fucked. And uh, the things we do on Twitter don't even come close to what we do outside of Twitter. Like the things we do on Twitter, I would say to anyone, like, you know, it's all consensual. But the things we do out, out of it, you would not know. <laughs> we go pretty hard. Now, when you're on Twitter, like you obviously don't show your faces, right? Well, actually, we do. We just don't have our names. Yeah, but how do you not think that somebody that you guys have worked with or that lives in your neighborhood or that knows your brother or sister or that knows your fucking kids is going to see you? How could you not think that that's going to happen eventually? We honestly don't mind that. We are both exhibitionists. We are both big peeps. She's a BBW. I'm a big, uh, handsome man. And I love B. I'm like an advocate for like BBWs, you know, like I always love big women 
I don't know if that uh, has anything to do with it, but I've been a huge advocate for, you know, the big girls. Not like being unhealthy or anything like that, but I've always liked the big girls. Please, it's like one of the most popular porn out there. So obviously a lot of people like it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, nobody can resist a fat ass. I'm sorry, but that's how I feel. (laughs) I dare anyone to... And people ask me all the time, how do you, you know, how do you like last? How do you not just blow your load? Like, you know, because your wife is so, you know, plump and, uh, but, uh, I don't know. I, I'm trailing off here, but no, the but, point is, yeah, I do love the big girls. <laughs> right. But I mean, you don't, so you don't care. So I guess like the whole cross-dressing thing is like a private life, but the swinging or the exhibitionist between you and your wife, like that side of you guys, like you're totally willing to put that out there. Do any of your friends know about it? Yeah, All they right? actually, uh, like I've told, uh, my brother, uh, sisters, friends, I, yeah, we're kind of like an open, like, well, not open, but we're a very like understanding kind of family. No, that's you know, cool. They, they, that's cool yeah, that they, you guys they, are all they, open they, like that. Yeah, I think my aunt, um, you know, my, uh, I think she, my aunt and uncle swing, they're like in their 60s. We're kind of that family that's like just very open. And we you know we're all like big drinkers when we get together. We don't get together like that often. Yeah. But we're open enough that, you know, we actually did tell our family, like, yeah, we started swinging. And, you know, they, they get a kick at it, especially that we're both like, you know, big people. Yeah, no, that's great. I think that's great. We've actually been to a, a club in New York um, uh, called Bowery Bliss. What is it called? Bowery Bliss. Dowery Bliss. Bowery. Bowery. Like oh, in the Bowery. Bowery. Yeah, yeah. Bowery, yeah Bliss. Bowery Bliss. We've been there uh, a couple of times. Um, and, you know, they are my family. They, they get a kick at it. Because we're just, we're kind of a cute couple, like a plump, cute couple. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so people know. So your family knows that you guys have your stuff out there on Twitter. Like, so that, that whole part of your, your, your life, you're fine with people knowing. Oh, about. yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, where I guess like sex positive would be and body positive. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, <laughs> that's cool. And so. Um, when, so when you met your wife, right. And like, yes. did, how did all this stuff, because you guys are really open with each other and you, you got into a lot of different things, right? Like, was that straight off the bat or did you like ease into it? Like, I know you said you've been together for seven years. You just started swinging recently. Yeah. we uh, about a year ago, um, we started when I met her, um, we were, it was one of those, you know, whirlwind romances we got together and we were just in step never separated mm-hmm. um so okay then after maybe two months of getting together uh, and the whirlwind uh she got pregnant oh wow so luckily uh you know it worked out well because you know we uh were in fact in love thank god right you decided to um, stay together we stayed together um there was no you know, thought of like, let's not be together. But it was like, yeah, we, everything happened really quick. We got together, whirlwind, bam, pregnant, bam, baby. Um, and through all this, we were great. Uh, then a couple things, you know, family things, a couple tragedies. Um, she lost someone close and we kind of hit a low. And I found myself, you know, beating off too much 
And I had heard somewhere um, about like, you know, practicing uh, not wank- w- uh, wanking. <laughs> yeah. The practice of no wanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like totally <laughs> n- denying yourself, not allowing yeah. yourself. And saving all of it for your wife, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For married guys, it's a good idea. Interesting. And I, that was the beginning because that made me want to incorporate her into my, you know, fantasy, yeah, like all that. So that's pretty much just what I did. Like first, we had some really weird experiences swinging. We had one like swap that was okay. Then we had this guy that I was sure he was trying to cut me and he just wanted my wife. (laughs) And it turned out to be true. And um, the events leading up to all that were a lot of drama. And it was, you know, it was uh, definitely not easy for me. Because um, he, you could tell that he was just trying to squeeze you out. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could tell. And, you know, we had one nice time. And then, uh, see, when you're swinging, the last thing you want to do is if you have a threesome or, you know, the devil's threesome, two men on one, on my wife, you know. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is have your wife uh, have a kick. You know what kick is? No. Or like Twitter, any, any kind of way to oh. talk, a social media app. Yeah. Where she could then... The next day, while she's just at work on her own, she can then talk to that guy. Is that what happened? That's what happened. That was a huge mistake. I just was ignorant. I didn't realize the way to do it. <laughs> and any swing swinging couple would tell you that's not how you do it. You don't, you know, it, it's obvious now. But at the time, I didn't want to be a jerk to her and say you can't have your, you know, thing. And but it, it wound up where he became infatuated. Uh, she, you know, she's, will say like, she never, you know, him that way, but I don't know. I felt like she was kind of talking funny. <laughs> oh, wow. You know? That must've been a real problem. It was tough. It was really, really tough. And it ended with her telling this guy, we can never see you again. And, you know, him being all upset about it, but it was, uh, it was almost, uh, traumatic. <laughs> But maybe you guys learned a lot of lessons and maybe that helped you create some boundaries with your swinging. For real. That was uh, the huge thing is that the result was that we, you know, we got rid of all kick stuff and anything we do is anonymous. Right. And Um, you figured out the way to to make it work with you guys so that you wouldn't get, it wouldn't get messy. Right. Because I'm sorry to go back. The reason I wanted to kind of get into swinging wasn't because I wanted to bang other girls. I wanted to double team my wife. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, and is my ultimate goal is to just maximize this girl's pleasure. <laughs> She's a horny milf, you know, and I love to, you know, give her what she wants. Right. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? So I, that's- but let me ask you this. It, does it also have to do a little bit with like the, the whole sort of attraction? I know you're not attracted to men, but like you do have a thing where you like guys yeah. in a certain way. So does I don't know. I, I know what you're saying. Like, do I enjoy the thought of watching the guy? You know? Yeah, because you kind of like a, some aspect of it, right? Yeah, On some level. I, I can't say for sure. I know. You know, I, I, uh, I'm not attracted to guys. You know, the thought of kissing a guy is disgusting. Right. The things like the fact that like anytime I've done something sexual, it's made me sick. Um, but you know, watching a guy banging my wife, 
you know, what it is very ironic. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is trying to make that happen in reality is not easy. And, you know, you'll be called a cuck and this kind of stuff. And it took me a, a while to figure out, you know, how to go about that. But yeah, I do enjoy watching her get fucked. But I like the idea that I can just dip in anytime and, you know, stick my dick in her mouth or, you know what I'm saying? I don't like the idea of like, um, you know, uh, not You're the allowed. loser on the side, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So getting into swing and with that guy I was just talking about, it was a really uh, almost a disaster. Because <laughs> <laughs> he turned out to be completely evil and totally wanted to. Thank God you know, your wife was honest with you and let you know. Oh, my God. Going yeah, down she, because... she, yeah, she's golden. She is. Uh, she's one of the rare. She's they don't. She's like a, a classic girl. Like they don't make girls like her anymore. Mm-hmm. In what sense? <laughs> what do you mean? Like she's just very wholesome. You know, uh, she she loves her family. You know, she was really close with her dad before he passed. You know, just that kind of heart of gold kind of girl. But right. yet, yet she's also like super horny and really open yes. sexually, right? So it's like yes. you kind of have like the perfect girl, right? The unicorn. Yeah, pretty much. Well, you see, I mean, yeah, like she's definitely afraid of hurting me, though. So after we got into the swinging thing, she's actually seen like it's changed me like to the point where I am not the same person. I'm actually a lot cooler now, but she was a little bit scared for a minute because, because I had got super jealous. Yeah, like I, it just with the incident with that guy and then getting into it, you know, like. When you have your what? When someone's like banging your wife, it can be traumatizing. <laughs> yeah. But when I first got into it, I was so comfortable with my wife. We had been together for so long. I didn't think of it like that. I was just like, "Yeah, this is going to be great. What mm-hmm. could go wrong? Mm-hmm. Nothing can break us up." And uh, and nothing could. But boy, did it rattle me! Like I I realized that we are. You know, she's just a girl. <laughs> <laughs> She's just a girl. I'm just a guy. We are not, uh, you know, extraordinary. What do, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I guess I thought like, like you are human, that something could happen to fuck this all up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I thought we were untouchable. Right. Mm-hmm. And then after that one experience, it kind of made me realize like, all right, there needs to be rules. You know, when you're swinging, a woman can become emotional, you know, right. like. So what you do, and, and it's a known thing in the swing world, everything's anonymous. Like they have like masquerade parties or, you know, you go to a, a, a swing club and people don't exchange names. Right. Mm-hmm. And total- well, listen, I have, though, had a lot of swingers on here that like are sort of the opposite of that. They really actually want to get to know the people first. Yes. They want to be and they become like really good friends with them. Right. And they, they create uh, that connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, right now, that's not us. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't ever have, have to be you guys. I think you figure out right. what works for you guys together. You know what I mean? I don't think that you could say it's like it, it, the same thing is for everybody, right? Because you guys oh, yeah. might like to swing in a different way that other couples do, right? And so for you guys, maybe it works. It, it does work better for you for it to be anonymous and not oh, have yeah, any we, kind of relationship with the people or whatever. You know, I totally understand that. We found a thing that gets us off that we both would never tell anyone. And I'm glad that, 
you know, with this particular podcast, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. But it's the kind of thing that uh, when you think about it, you might be like, all right, I could see it how that would be. But I don't know. It's going to sound weird. Okay, all right. You know, you know those adult theaters, like bookstores? Yeah. Okay. Every once in a while, we'll go there. I will, you know, she gets all dolled up, short skirts, juicy woman. Mm-hmm. And, and her and I start doing our thing. And uh, yada, yada. Uh, on several occasions, I will let three or four guys with condoms. I bring condoms. I will let them fuck her. Okay. Now, these are just horny, lonely, whoever the kind of guy that would be in a dope theater. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you like you better know, be gang banged. It's kind of like a I little mini gang, gang yeah. bang. Yeah. My dream is to have a dream team. Guys that are kind of dorky, not quite cool, but you know, raring to go. I wouldn't mind actually like getting people's numbers, you know, and having like a group of people. But for now we found that this works for us. So you like, you prefer to go to the place and I think in a weird way it does work for you because there's no you know there's none of that kind of relationships going on right like you go you don't know these people you leave you never seen them before you're never probably going to see them again right exactly and they do tend to be a little dorky and Um, and what's what's with that that you like that's like a that's like I think it's it's the non it's the non-threatening element oh I see what you know it's a very I would prefer a guy that is you know Maybe a little older and, you know, very enthusiastic, but, you know, just no maybe. Like, uh, exactly. So you don't have to worry about her sort of like maybe being into them more than you or something like that. Yeah. I found when we, uh, you know, did something with a guy that, you know, she picked, um, it was, you know, like a very like buff dude. And, um, <laughs> it, it was the guy that, uh, I was talking about earlier that, um, that called her. I, we, stuff, right. Yeah. That was trying to cuck me basically. Yeah. And that really bothered you because he was very different. I mean, I think it's our it's like one thing when, you know, when it's somebody that's like completely opposite you. Right. And you see them enjoying it. It's like hard. Right. Because you're like, I could never be that person. Yeah, for them, I mean, And then do they like that? And it could, you know, create so many insecurities within yourself. Right. Oh, yeah. It actually lit a fire under my ass, actually. And I wound up like going to the gym and uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but. I would say as a result, um, I like up my game and I've actually been, I've been able to make her squirt. No way. I'm not. And you have I never been able to? <laughs> yeah, with my hands, with um, with my fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, and she never even knew she could. Like, it, it was crazy. So I guess, you know, if one good thing came out of a bad situation. But how did you. Was, but, OK, but how did you figure out how to make her squirt because of being insecure. Well, like, right. no, it wasn't a direct, I, I just mean like after that incident. Yeah. Um, it was, I almost had like a kind of a nervous breakdown. It was, you know, uh, it was kind of, it went kind of dark. Yeah. <laughs> like I really, it kind of messed with my head, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of what prompted me to uh, like lose some weight. Cause I was kind of just at a weight that was, I couldn't really, uh, I just say like she wound up riding me a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, in that last year, um, before like six months ago or whatever, um, I was, you know, just not I, I let myself go. 
Right. Um, so that so and you upped she, your game, but how did you figure out how, like, had you been fingering okay. her all the time before and just never I made had, her yeah. Oh my God. I would always finger. I would, um, you know, eat her out, Yeah. you know, the whole nine, but never this one technique where you, uh, so I did some research too, but it's like where you kind of do like a come here kind of with your fingers. Yeah. 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 And I'm pretty strong. Like I, uh, you know, I lift weights now. I play guitar. Um, uh, talented with my fingers. Mm-hmm. So I was able to, uh, through doing that, and she didn't know like she could do this. And I am not kidding when I tell you, I actually I captured the moment on video um, where I'm holding the camera with one hand and with the other hand, I'm fingering her. And as they, I hear the squirt, I literally yell out, oh my God, we got a squirter. <laughs> she must have been I, so excited. I, I know it sounds like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't believe it if someone told me, but it's very true. And now she could squirt all the time? Yeah, now I can make her squirt on the drop of a dime. Wow. And now, does she say that it's like better orgasms? Or oh, just my God. She, she says that basically like she is, she'll do anything for me. <laughs> <laughs> she basically said like, yeah, like it's it's over. Like she didn't even know. And she's tried to do it by herself and can't. Right, right, right. And you figured it out. Well, that must right. have made you, given you a little boost of confidence after your big nervous breakdown by her banging really another guy. <laughs> it, you know, and the other thing is um, it led to us uh, making videos online. Right. Like the, the whole failure of the swing thing and then doing our thing. And um, we wanted like an outlet to be dirty. So we found it and uh, we've you know been having a great time ever since. And that's the exhibitionist stuff of putting yes, yourself exactly. out there, like having full oh, on yeah. sex. We put it all out there, like crazy, put it out there. <laughs> but what's interesting about this whole story is it's like, you know, you are a person who saw your wife with another man and completely like flipped out. You realize how sort of horrifying that was for you to think maybe she would fall for somebody, you know, yet on the other hand, you're having situations on the side behind her back that uh, is equivalent yeah. to what she, what happened. You know what I mean? If she found out, right? I mean, like, because I'm assuming oh, yeah. you're not having one-offs, right? If you're camming and stuff, like, you probably have some guys that are in the mix that you know, no? I mean, a little bit, you know, I would say a moderate, you know, I've, I've done more so more camming than actual going out. But I have actually gone out, you know, uh, within the last few years, you know, maybe uh, a dozen times. Gone so out I, and done what? Yeah. I thought you said you cheated on her like five times. What's a dozen? No, dozen I would what? say within the last three years. Yeah. I've probably maybe a dozen times where I've actually gone out and. You know, whether it's something little or something big, you know. So where was that five times cheating on her come from? Where's the five and a dozen is different, right? Twelve and Yeah, five. well, if I, you're saying like within the last year, uh, maybe I meant like within the last year five times, but then within like the last, you know, three to, I guess, even since we've been together. Mm-hmm. We've been together seven years. So I would say in the seven years, let's say 12 times. I, I mean, I don't really know the exact number. Okay, but no, that's not the point. I just, I, I, my brain for some reason picks up on these little things. Yeah, I I thought you you said five. I like that. I totally uh, appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah. So I just don't remember exactly how many, you know. But I mean, do you have any guys that you hook up on the regular, or guys that you email on the regular, cam with on the regular? No, I really, I really don't. I really, uh, 
don't have any kind of regular. It's always very anonymous. Any kind of cam, I even will hide my tattoos. I'll put, you know, uh, hide like the where I the room I'm in. Mm-hmm. And how do you hide um, all the shit? Uh, well, I'll put like a you know a, a blanket up. You know, no. or I'll even how do you hide all the shit on your phone so that your wife doesn't catch you? Oh, she, you know, knock on wood, she doesn't go through my phone. And I have so many phones. I have like five, you know, like I'll use the uh, my old phone for the cam. Mm-hmm. Well, you so, know why I mean, she doesn't. It's because, and that's what's so fucked up about these kinds of situations. Because I've had guys like you on in the mm-hmm. past, like cheaters like you. Like there's all different kinds of cheaters, right? Um, and it's because you're so open and you guys are so like down and open with each other that I feel like if your wife found out that you had, like she would be blown away because she would probably never expect it because there's so much openness and trust and experimentation in your relationship. Why would she think that there's something you're not telling her? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. And she would be, uh, you know, pretty heartbroken. Yeah, I think that's what would be heartbreaking is that there was, it's the sense of betrayal, you know, of the lie. And, you know, that's kind of why I've been trying to slowly, like, come clean. I'm not going to, like, tell her that stuff. Mm -hmm. As far as the dressing, um, I'm trying to slowly tell her and hope that we could maybe incorporate it into our... (laughs) I think you, know, you definitely can. I think I really can too. I mean, she's even not, if she's not doing it, listen. Even if she's not doing it because she's one hundred percent into it, you know what I'm saying. I think she'd do that for you if she knew that that's what you were really into. You know, I really yeah. do think so. You don't have like, you know, you're not dating. You're not married to like a Mormon woman who's completely vanilla. And I've had a lot of guys on here that are like you, but are you know, have very vanilla wives and they have a much bigger uphill battle to out themselves with those kind of women. You know, you have a yeah. woman who's like getting fucking gang banged in the theater. She's putting her shit up of fucking you on Twitter and her family <laughs> knows about it. Your family knows about it. I mean, Oh yeah. You, and you know, she's, she like, uh, worships me like on Twitter. Like she's very, you know, you if you to see us on Twitter, you would think I'm a rock star and she is like number one groupie. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do feel really terrible about the things I've done. Well, then you have to I'm stop. Here. I mean, I, I don't like I'm not like across the board like, oh, you're cheating. You if you have to fucking stop. I've had people that call up and that's what they do and they don't feel any kind of feelings about it. But when I get somebody like you on and I've had many guys actually recently, you know, sort of email me and are like, I'm cheating on my wife. I have this secret life, but I don't want to do it. I feel bad. You know what I mean? Mm. And they say that you're the same. The, you said that also in your email. That was a part of it. Right. Like you don't oh, feel yeah. right about it. So you have to. Stop. You have to. And like I said, I think you're different than a lot of these other guys that are in the same position because the chances that your wife is going to be okay and down with it and able to go there with you is like 99.9%, right? You're not going to tell her that you want to fuck other guys now. Do you know what I mean? Or do any of that stuff. But if you could even role play the scenario and get her in on it. And then eventually you could probably 
get down with, or maybe she can too with you doing a separate Twitter about this, right? And you could get all your, like, you know, your camming sort of. Yeah, I've thought, I've actually thought about that. Like if I was to tell her. Yeah. And, you know, either, you know, unless she's like so down and wants to just, you know, les out with me all day, like that would be cool. But if not, then I could have my own outlet, you know, and it would just be a little bit like I have thought about that, you know, that approach. Yeah, um, you have to do that. Because if you, you have to just stop. Because how else are you going to do it? You have to, and you can, like, you're not like, you definitely have that opportunity here. You told her you want to do the panties and she's like, yeah, I want you to come in my panties. And then she didn't say that. I mean, that's like, she took it. That's her taking it further. That's her putting her fantasy into it too. So that means she could get down with that. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like she's the type of woman that could probably get down with a lot of things, right? Because maybe her imagination could just turn anything into something dirty and fun, right? I mean... Yeah. (laughs) She's she's definitely very cool like that. She's open-minded. Very open-minded. She's a a very good woman. I remember you had an episode with... uh, Bob Robert Kelly, the comedian. Yeah. He's talking about cheating and he has a very loving wife. I don't think he cheated on her, but. No, he, he did. Saying, yes. No, he did. And she found out. Oh, okay. I didn't know he was big, like, you know, big, open uh-huh. about that. Yeah. Um, I just could kind of like relate to a lot of things that he was saying on that episode. Um, yeah. Well, he got caught. So his bottom and the reason why he stopped and really changed everything and. I was good friends with him through that whole thing is because his wife did find out and you know, everything about him, he had to come clean and really be exactly who he was. Now, this was a woman that he was with for a very long time. When I met him so many years before that, she was always in the picture. They were always like sort of a couple, you know what I mean? Um, So he really did not want to lose her because she was like the best thing that ever happened to him. And he knew he could never find someone like that again. So he changed his whole life. He's very honest and open about that. I think the whole cheating episode, we talked about that. So for you, he really seems to, he seems to really cherish his wife. Yeah. And for you, you don't want that to, you don't want her to find your fucking computer and find all your shit and then have to go through that. I mean, what you could do is take control of the situation now, stop going behind her back and bring all your desires into your relationship with her and figure out how to live them out with her. So you don't have to go out and do those things behind her back. And the way you could do that is just to completely stop, stop living that other life and it'll force you to have to, let her know more and do more when you want to act out, right? And get your rocks off that way. You'll have to do it with her. If it's not an option to go do it someplace else, it has to, you have to reframe that in your brain. You're absolutely right. I mean, I, and I, you know, I, I truly am when I say like, I I am going to tell her and I have been slowly breaking it in. And that's good. Um, that's but, a good way to do yeah, it. I, I, you know, I, I don't want to hurt her. And, and worse, I don't want to get caught. You know, I No, really and let me tell you, I always say this about, like, to people. Um, and I say this to people that are complaining about their jobs, that they're unhappy. Like, sometimes when there's a part of you that wants something to end, if you don't sort of create that ending yourself, right? in control of that and become in control of that ending. That ending will happen to you 
out of your control, right? It's like the person who's complaining, complaining about their job, and then they get fucking fired. It's like if you don't go mm. out and get another job and figure out how to change your life because you need it to change, your life will be changed for you. And then you have to deal with the whole big fucking mess and you're walking out with your head down low, right? And that's what happens. So if there's a part of a guy who or a woman that's cheating that doesn't want to cheat anymore, that's starting to feel bad, well, you know, you want to be in charge of that change because the only way that's going to change is either you're going to get fucking caught and she's going to find out and then you're going to stop and you get but you're going to have to deal with that big mess and clean that all up and I don't know what your relationship looks like after that or you could stop it now pay attention to that part of you stop it now and be in control of that ending by just not doing it anymore and going on with your life, with your marriage. And then you don't have to have that whole big breakdown that some people have to have in order for things to change. So you yeah. have to worry okay. when you're a little nervous. I worry for people that, you know, I worry less for the guy that is fucking doing it and could give a shit and doesn't feel bad about it because he's never going to get caught because he doesn't want to. It's not. But when there's some subconscious part of you that's coming up, that's saying, like, I don't want to do this anymore. What happens yeah, right. is that part of you winds up getting you. Busted. Yeah, I'm, I'm too old to. uh be doing stupid stuff like that because it could be dangerous, you know, STD wise. Totally. You, know, like, you just have to it, stop. And you're like in the, there's no reason why there are so many guys that are listening now that are in your position that are living a double life, the same like you. Um, but they don't, their wife has never, would never even watch a porn with a gangbang, let alone right. get fucked by 10 guys, strangers in a theater. I mean, come on. You are, yeah, no. you're lucky that mo- it, it's very likely that your wife will be fine. She's not going to be fine with you saying, I've been doing this shit behind your back. You're not going to tell her that. But you have to stop doing that stuff behind your back. So you stop feeling guilty about it. And then, like I said, what will happen is when those urges come up and you're really dying to do it, instead of going behind your back and doing something, you know, use that energy that you feel and to just tell her, what do you right, want to do, do something like um that, yeah something that's that she dump can it on her with. dump it on her let's do the panties thing let me do you know what i mean listen like i said she you talked about bringing the panties and she's like uh, she had her own spin on it like i feel like you could go into that whole part of your fantasy with her and it may create this whole new part of your sex life that will be great i mean you you know look at where that, you guys have that, already gone that is the plan. Like if, if it, you know, if she does, you know, if she is okay with it, it would be very cool to once in a blue moon, dress myself up and just have some silly fun, you know, silly, naughty fun together. Uh, yeah, I would be, that would yeah. be a dream. And then, like I said, if you put it on Twitter, you get your camming, the whole part of you, that's like the exhibitionist and the camming that you, you let your freak flag fly, right? You'll be getting that oh, yeah. out. And then as far as like the other guys are concerned, you, you know, you don't know where your conversations with your wife after years of doing this goes, right? Like maybe you'll be able to I- include that other guy there because you're already having threesomes with her with other guys. Like if yeah, you right. need to I mean, add yeah. you being dressed up as a woman in there, once she's used to that, that could be a totally... A part of the deal and you don't really need the dick in your mouth right it's that's not what it's no. about so no, it's really not. right so all you have to do is get her down and into you dressing up as a woman 
and being that with her. And then you got to get her into putting it out there on Twitter separate. You guys could create a whole separate thing. You guys could both be living a double life together. <laughs> no, that's what you need to do. And, and I, I bet I you she'd love idea. it. And I, I'm, I'm going to, I am going to, uh, I'm going to go for it. You know, I don't know how long it'll take me to, you know, completely drop this on her, but I am going to, uh, drop this on her. Yeah, you need to. And you don't, and I think it's smart to do it slowly. You don't need to drop it all on her at once. You've already started and she was fine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, seeing like the reaction to the panty thing was very, uh, you know, um, affirming, you know, it was a good feeling to know that at least there's some element that she could get down with. Now, have you done the panty thing with her? Not yet, but you need she's to. saying that she would, you know, be totally down with that. And she said, like, she wants to send me out to the store, like, wearing her panties. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> there you go. That, that's what you fucking love. Yeah, well, see, then I worry about when we are out, like, swinging or doing this and that, you know, that manly guy, you know, like, then suddenly I'm not so, you know, uh, Daddy Dom anymore. That I'm a little bit afraid of that. Right. I hear you. But you know what? You said you're 90% da daddy dom, 10% cis oh, girl, yeah. right? Like, I mean, that's oh, yeah. like the break. And so she'll she'll be able to get down with that because she's 90% into being the submissive, right? But, but maybe oh, she'd enjoy 10% yeah. of being something else too. And I think that that's yeah. okay. And I think that, I that will think work. I think it, it sounds great. Yes. And, you know, I it, it, I definitely have to go for it because it's silly. We are so open with each other. It's silly to not, you know, include this or at least let her know. Yeah. And it's like it doesn't make sense that you can't believe that she could have other parts of herself. You do. You know, and you're yeah. you're you. You have that part of you that's on Twitter fucking her like a manly man, man, right? Like that, <laughs> right? But yeah, oh you God, have this great. whole other side, and that that all is in the same person. So why can't you believe that 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 she could be the same way? You have to give her the opportunity to be able to, you know, to experience that too. She it may add a whole nother layer. She may be totally fucking into it. I I believe she will be. For sure. So the next time I mean, you want to go on cam or do something with a guy, get those panties on and go out to the store. And you got to just face that fear. It's, you know, because that fear doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that you're right. It just means you're fucking afraid, right? But just like, it, we don't know how she's going to react unless you try it. And I would say all signs point to the fact that she's going to be fucking fine. She's already told you she's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am definitely going to let it all out there. Not all of it, but I, I definitely am going to tell her. Because um, what is left? Okay, you told her, I like to dress up. I'd like to wear your panties, right? What's left? Nothing Where do you that, go nothing, from there? The rest, I think, is going to die with me. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Like, the rest of you, uh, the your experience well, yeah, with like guys? The, the, yeah, the things I've done, there's no sense telling her that at this point. Okay, but no, what I'm saying is that what... Would you like say you told your girl and she would be totally into it and she has ten percent side of her that she wants to get down and les out with you, right? All that stuff is <laughs> into it. What do you see your relationship looking like? Like 
besides you going because she's already said okay you can wear fucking panties and I want you to come in them and I want you to go to the store so she's down with that what is left that you need to let her know so that you could experience and let your freak flag fly with this part of you with her what more does she need to know it would be uh her you know helping me put makeup on like uh, basically a complete um right I hate to I don't know the word uh, drag queen or cross-dresser Right. She needs to know that it's not just a panty thing, that you want to full on be the woman. It would be fun to slut me up completely and, you know, have some drinks, you know, me and her and get a little frisky and who knows what happens. That's kind of what I'm hoping to accomplish. Well, you got to start with the panties. I mean, she's already said, okay, and you haven't gone there, you know, and that's like, I feel like once you go there and you see... What will happen is you might see that she's really fucking into it. She doesn't know until she tries it. Like I said, I she already gave a little bit of her input and spin on things. So it means that she got a little horny from that scenario that she told you about. She definitely did. Yes, and I, I, I Sometimes I send her pictures when she's at work. And I open her panty drawer. Yeah. I rest my cock in it and take a picture and send it to her. Uh-huh. And she always loves it. And so how long have you been doing that? <laughs> um, oh, my God. I don't even know. For a while. But it's not. I'm like resting my cock on all of her panties in the drawer. Right. Uh-huh. I'm not putting them on in the picture, but I'm sort of. Right. But resting. she knows now that you would like to put them on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But that I used to tell her like early on that I, you know, I would go through her panty drawer from time to time. Yeah. Um, I may have told her that like quite a while ago. She's known that. Uh-huh. But this was a new, you know, development, you know, me saying like, you know, can I put your panties on and her actually being into it. Yeah, you but know, you have but the fact that you haven't done it yet is like ridiculous. You have to get down with that like right away. Like you just got to yeah, do it. You know, I, it's funny cuz I keep going for like the more like the, you know, uh a cool video. Uh, I'm afraid to sacrifice a cool video. Because once we do that, or when we do that, you know, we wouldn't video it. Uh, Right now, we're just, like, all about this Twitter thing. (laughs) Right. So every time you have sex, you videotape yourself? I'm not saying we 100% is on Twitter, but I guess just in this last week, it's been kind of a hectic week. As far as... I am going to make this happen. (laughs) Yeah, but why don't you videotape that, too? Because then you could maybe say, like, let's videotape this. We won't put it on this Twitter, but, like, maybe we'll do something with this. Like, why don't you just videotape that as well? But it could go someplace else. I'm totally fine doing that. Um, I just think, like, we've been just kind of on this whirlwind with this and trying to make a better video. And, you know, and. Yeah. yeah, But, yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm totally going to, uh, you know, I'm actually going to probably just put her panties on. And, like, when she uh, comes home, I'll just be there. Yeah, there Um, you go. And then after that, it. you could go from the panties to a little lipstick to a whole sort of thing, like a whole outfit. I mean, you know. I mean, it would take a lot of effort to make me look decent, but it would be fun to try. Yeah, and she could help you. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, instead of me in a mirror, <laughs> right. like the guy in uh, Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, with her involved, I could maybe, you know, look a little bit decent, still a little, you know, manly, but, you know, I'm hoping to have fun with it. Yeah, you could. I don't want to hurt this girl. She's incredibly, incredibly awesome. 
Yeah, then you just yeah. the, then you just have to stop having the double life. Think about you know how you would feel. Look at how you felt when she fucked another guy in front of you, and then she he was just like texting her on the side, and you couldn't even. Yeah, deal with right. it. And she was telling you about it, like you know. Oh yeah, it 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 just destroyed me. Yeah, it was real bad. Right, and so, it, it was as simple as that. Yeah, so you really <laughs> shouldn't do the same thing. You shouldn't do anything behind her back because you know how it would feel. I mean, she didn't even do it behind your back and you were f- fucking freaking out. What you're doing is worse. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I can only say to you that I am going to not do that anymore. And yeah, I am going done. to tell her, you know, um, about the dressing part and... Yeah. And like um, I said, as, as long as once you stop, like once you deny that part of yourself, it's like quitting something, right? I've quit a lot of things. I quit drinking. I quit smoking. I'm like very good at quitting. So I know how to do it. And it's just a matter of like every time you get the desire, whatever it is. And for you, it's to go sort of live out your fantasy with guys on whether it's cam or go meet them in person or dress up and go out behind your back. You just have to not listen to it. No matter how strong that urge is, is just literally say no and don't do anything about it. Um, and for you, because this is something that you want to incorporate with your wife, it's like every time you get that urge to go someplace else, take that urge and, you know, inject it into your relationship with your wife by having a conversation or doing a little panty play with her, you know, and start living that out over there and stop giving it, you know, a secret sort of life. And right. uh, yeah, I don't want to be that asshole guy. Yeah, because That's you are now and you have been your whole life. Yeah, and you're sucks. with somebody that you could to- – there's no reason for that. And that's what would be so devastating to her. She wouldn't understand. Like, I, like this is a woman that gets fucked by a bunch of other guys in front of you. She, You told her about the panty. She didn't blink an eye. She, <laughs> Like I said, she lets you put her face and her body getting fucked on, on social media. Like, Yeah. Oh, she's a good girl. Right, so why would she, if she thought that you, it would be devastating to her, she wouldn't understand because it's so obvious that she's the type of woman that would be okay and would much rather you be open and honest with her than be doing something behind her back. And I'm sure you would feel the same way. So you have to, uh, you're just going to have to, like I said, and I think the more you suppress that, right, the more you'll want to do it and the more you'll be forced to bring that into your relationship with her and then you'll be able to you know start living it all out with her you don't need to rush like i said wait until it comes up that you want to go do something behind her back and then you know bring it to her instead without having to tell her that's kind of what i did like even with like porn in general when we had that lull in our marriage yeah um, i stopped watching porn and stopped beating off Right. And I wound up inadvertently bringing her, you know, into the porn world with me and we became the porn. <laughs> right. Because so, you could, you, you know, were denying it for yourself. So exactly. you had to get it someplace else. Right. Yeah. I forgot about that. So that's exactly what you have to do with this. Same exact. That to this. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're good at quitting. I forgot about that whole scenario. Yeah. That's exactly oh, yeah. what you need to do with this part of your fantasy life. And, and you'll be able to do it because you did it once before. Yeah. And look where, what you accomplished. You got her yeah, like on Twitter yeah. at the like. How many times have you done that gangbang thing? Uh, we've done that about, about uh, maybe three or five times where we've gone to this theater. And how many and guys that- does she normally get? 
One time it was like one guy. uh, One time it was three. The most was four. Okay. And it's always with condoms. And, um, you know, and afterwards, like, I just fucked the shit out of her. It's such a huge turn on. Right. Would you fuck her there or is this when you get home? Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes we'll get the whole room going. Um, She'll blow me. Mm -hmm. And then I spank her. And, uh. I do a lot of like dirty talk. She's got like a big fat ass, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just like, you know, bounce that fat ass. And yeah, you know, that's uh, a good slut. And and she just loves it. I can kind of melt her. Right. <laughs> and we get like an audience and then you hear the moans of guys like touching themselves. And that's when, you know, I will, uh, if someone like, usually they start to move in closer and closer and closer. And guys will actually politely ask, you know, can I fuck her? Right. Um, it's actually a pretty darn good deal. Yeah. Let me ask you this though, real quick. And this will be the last thing that we'll end on this. Like, how did you get her into that? Like, did it just happen one day that you were there and a guy came over and he wanted to fuck her and you let her, or did you guys discuss this ahead of time? Yeah. We know we did discuss it. We had gone to, uh, some swing clubs, like the one in New York. Yeah. And we had done our little, what I used to call our uh, spank and finger bang show. That was before I got her to squirt, but I would just do like a spank and finger thing. Yeah. For people, for like a little audience. Um, but nothing was really like, we could, we could never connect. With you can and never what? Sorry, here. I just had to, I was getting another call. You can never what? Uh, we never could connect with other people like at the right. swing club. Yeah. It was just kind of a weird vibe. And at these theaters, it's just perfect in a way. And it was a very perverted, sick way, but it's kind of perfect. Right, especially because of what the way you're into doing it. You like the anonymous. The, the anonymous, the yeah. dirtiness. Yeah, and if, there's even like porn, you know, theater, adult theater porn. Yeah. And I, that's kind of how I showed, put it to her. I showed her some of that kind of porn. Right, and she got into it, and then you guys decided to go down, and you knew when you were going that you were going to let other guys fuck her, and she was down with that? Yeah, we weren't sure, you know, like it was more like we're going to bring condoms, and if, you know... Uh, we even had like a signal if she squeezes me, you know, that means like this guy is not, you know, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Smells or, you know, something like that. And I she's been down went, with all the guys. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely like, she'll get on all fours. Usually it's kind of like doggy style when she's yeah. getting fucked like that. Yeah. But, uh, it, one guy, he just, uh, like came on her shoulder. <laughs> uh huh. Cause, um, she did, I don't know. He just maybe was a little smelly. But she felt bad for him. <laughs> so she let him come on her shoulder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she just let him come on her. Right. But I mean, yeah, this is a this is a dirty, horny girl that I have here. Yeah, she's down for it. So I mean, like, I don't think you're gonna have any problem. And I want to know right. when you bring it in. You know. Uh, yeah, I would definitely keep me posted. Yeah, um, and no more cheating. That's it. It's over. No, I am promising you. Yeah, don't do it. Promise yourself. Don't do it anymore. And uh, let me know when you guys have had your first, you know, lesbian experience. <laughs> I sure will. <laughs> when we start scissoring, I will uh, yeah, let, let you know. know. Perfect. All right. Good luck with everything. Or when you start your new Twitter and then people can look at it. When you start the exactly. new one, right? With this. With exactly. This All right. We'll awesome. of us. <laughs> yeah. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you. Talk soon. Keep me posted. All right. Bye. All right. Bye.
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.